Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. We are professional comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. But this week is special. This is a gem, you guys. You found a diamond in the rough. It's been a while since we've done one of these, but it is a special Gets Jerked episode of the WWE film Vendetta, starring the big show. And Dean Kane. That's right. Oh, man. Uh, we're going to get to that. But first, this episode is sponsored by Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com and use the promo code JERKS to get 10% off your first crate. You get everything in these crates. These crates are amazing. You sign up for a monthly subscription. You can sign up as a gift for somebody else, too. And they can send you these crates every month filled with great stuff. DVDs, figures, autographs, all kinds of cool wrestling stuff. Who knows? Maybe someday... Someday, Processing Loop might hear this and go, you know what? We should get Vendetta and send it out to everybody. Then they can listen to this episode and then watch the movie. And then everybody is aware of Vendetta. Because is it great? Is it not great? Well, we can all find out. Because this is a great way to send your love for pro wrestling. To have it for yourself. To give it as a gift to someone else. Through the mail. Through the mail. You don't even have to do nothing. You just click from your computer. Right there, as you're uh, doing your keyboard warrior stuff, as JR would say, you know, you're telling Raw how they can make it better. You're telling SmackDown nobody watches you. You're telling Impact, here's what's up. What could be better than the gift of wrestling, you guys? Yeah, then you get stuff sent straight to your house. You don't have to go to a show, fight through the lines, see they don't have your shirt size anymore. You just get it all sent to your home. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S. Get 10% off your first crate. Vendetta, Scott. Vendetta. I liked this movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Initial thoughts. Steve, go. Uh, This is the kind of movie that if I was 10 years old, I would have been like, this is the coolest movie. Really? Yeah. I thought it was really rad. Like, 10-year-old me was like, wow, brutal. (laughs) Uh, Initial thoughts for me, I enjoyed it as well. I was surprised how much I liked it. It's, It's a whirlwind of a movie. Oh, yeah. It is not... Oh God! It looks like not well paced, but it's not. It's not that. It's it does not take its time. No, what is what's the take? Yeah, get in there, shoot, kill, beat up. It's fine. You know, movies with a B storyline and other characters and things going on. This doesn't have time for any of that. No, ramp it up and kill as many people as possible. If Raw functioned like this, Raw would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This is like what those 90-minute uh, TNA Impact shows were a long time ago. Whereas it, it was total nonstop action. That's what this movie was. It starts off, it's it sets its feet in a little bit. Because we got yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a cop thriller. Let me, let me, I'll give this synopsis real quick. This is from IMDb about Vendetta. A detective pushed beyond his limits will stop at nothing for vengeance. When his wife is killed by a criminal that he put away, Mason, which is Dean Cain, a hard-nosed detective delivering deliberately gets arrested in order to get revenge while inside mason discovers a new criminal enterprise uh that 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 those behind it would kill to protect all right first of all let's change the synopsis a little bit first of all he's a detective who gets himself arrested after his wife's been murdered so we can go to prison to get revenge on the man who murdered his wife all right yes it's not about finding a criminal enterprise it's about passion it's about motivation he gets himself taken to prison like he gets himself arrested by his partner after he kills the big show's brother okay yeah 
to get to prison to, to get revenge. While there, he finds a vast criminal conspiracy led by the evil motherfucker who killed his wife. All right? That synopsis was good, Scott, but let's get down to brass tacks. Revenge. Vendetta. Vendetta is like an appointment for revenge. Appointment for Revenge is also a great title. Well, this movie, okay, so it starts off with that action scene where it's, they don't even really tell you anything right off the bat. It's Dean Kane and his partner going through and just finding the bad guys. Not and, waiting for backup, Scott. No. Not waiting for backup. And Big Show holding the tiniest gun on the planet. That it was so silly. That continues. And I don't think it's just that the Big Show's so big. I think that also, like, that was a normal-sized gun also, right? It's it's a, it, it probably, I know my uh, housemate's going to kill me, Justin, who is. Six it, hour? Big, you think it was a six hour? Maybe it was a nine millimeter? What are you thinking? I, it's a little, Justin, it was a little bit boxy. I don't think it was I'm a pretty block. sure it was, yeah, it was like a six hour, nine millimeter. It was one of those ones from like the 80s, 90s. Later on, they used one of those more boxy Glock numbers. But, you know. I don't get why, because uh, this has happened a few times with WWE films, why they don't emphasize the size of a person all the time. They were doing that in this movie by giving him such a tiny little pistol. <laughs> so silly. He's a giant, and the first time you see him, he's holding a water gun. It's smaller than a water gun. He's he's honestly using a child's gun. You know, like guns for kids? It was one of those small pistols. They don't give him, like, Big Show's a shotgun type of guy. He's a uh, He's rifle. like a 210 shotgun pistol guy. Like, you need to give him a gun that's big enough. You He should be using a pistol at the I beginning of the cannon. movie, but it needs to be gigantic. It needs to be as long as RoboCop's gun. It can't be, like, even a Desert Eagle still looks like a a, a one of those tiny little PPKs. That, that a Beretta. cannon in Resident Evil 4, you know, what are you buying? Ooh, you could kill an elephant with it. Yeah, it needs, like, a big extender on it and a huge magazine coming out of the bottom. Yes. And then put one of the, a scope on the top of the gun. Even if it doesn't need one, just put a scope on top exactly. of it. Exactly. Or make him a master of throwing swords. I don't know. Just Honestly, something... or just a comically oversized pistol, like that's just a gun that's just too big, and then just give it to him so he carries it like a normal gun. Something to scale, because mm-hmm. that was not to scale of what the big show is. So right away, like you laugh, because yeah. that shit's too funny. Uh, and Dean Kane, man, that guy brings it. He yeah. brings it hard. And so they, they have all that. And then you see Dean Kane's home life, where he is just... God, him and his wife are just sweet. Yeah. They're loving. Like, it is so adorable and so nice. And of all the movies that we've seen, it's really one of the best relationships. I think it was the I've most believable seen. one. They both have wants and needs. She says she's going to cook, but they end up eating Chinese food. <laughs> oh, it's so classic. Yeah, what's her name? I want to say it's I thought she was. I, th- th- I thought it was Victoria for a moment from uh, oh, TNA. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was. looks like that. Uh, Kira Sikorsky, she's great. They're great together. Like, he was so charming, I would let him put a butt baby in me. That's how charming Dean King was. Wow. Is that him pooping into you? No. Come on, dude. Crack a book. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Crack an anatomy book and learn somewhere. Uh, and then... They were just fucking charming and sweet and wonderful. And I forget, like, right from the get-go, you, it's like, I know this movie's called Vendetta. That went away. Yeah. I'm just, I'm like, oh man. You're in their home life, Scott. I'm in their home life. You're drinking up their home life. And then she gets fucking murdered. Big Show comes and fucking brutalizes and murders this woman just crushing in her skull. Yeah. And Dean Kane shows up and he points his gun at her and then his partner's there and then the De- Big Show gets arrested. And the cops stop Dean Kane, fellow cop, from shooting Big Show in the face. I and mean, the dick and the heart and everything. They're like, 
well, put the gun down. Mm, I don't buy that. I think if they came in and saw what happened, that honestly, it, that a giant I, burst no, in your home. I think immediately his partner should have been like, "All right, boys, we'll take care of this. You guys go back outside." And that's what I. And then I think honestly, he, uh, his partner should have given him the opportunity to kill him. Like at the very beginning yes. of the movie, he should have had the opportunity to kill him, but they don't, and that's yes. that's when it goes wrong. That's what it. Yeah, because the other cops stopping him when they come in onto a scene of a woman been bludgeoned to death, and then seeing a fucking giant covered in blood going jesus christ there's a giant and he's murdered a, a woman so dean kane gets himself sent to prison because he shoots up some bad guys and he surrenders to his cop partner yeah. and then inside which it's, as you said one of them is big show's character's brother yeah so they're, uh, they're two brother bad guys but they cast him as a big strong guy so that was i like that it wasn't just like a tiny little dude <laughs> yeah i'm little show uh and uh then in prison it turns into oz pretty cool it was like diet oz yeah just and there even there was his cellmate's name is oz less dude asses and shitting honestly but like that's what made oz so charming <laughs> no, no no but that's what i'm saying that's what this movie just lacks but in body count holy crap is the body count it's oz. similar it's similar to oz they kill everybody in oz but this tries they to pack do. in as many deaths in vendetta as possible and guys i approve <laughs> yeah this this movie is super violent. It's the it's the Soska sisters. They uh, normally do horror films. Yeah, and they did um, they did they do Elevator. one if not both of the See No Evil movies. Okay, uh, with starring Kane. Uh, and it's just fist fights and like s- attempted stabbings, and it's just really brutal and cool. Honestly, I thought eventually what was going to happen was that Dean Kane was going to work his way through the entire prison, killing every inmate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Uh, just about Jesus Christ. I mean, it, at one point, Dean Kane starts a riot at the end of the movie by dropping an inmate on top of someone. And that gives one guy a shotgun and it starts a riot. It's awesome. I've been meaning to look up that guard. Do you recognize that guard? Because I, I did right away. Uh, Bill or Will? Uh, or the the cool guy yeah. guard who used to be an ex-cop? Uh, the, the, the Will. Yeah. DJ Jackson. Uh, I assume he's probably been in other like new orleans centric films this is also it's supposed to be in chicago but it looks like it was shot in new orleans it wasn't where was it shot? i know where it was shot because i had the blu-ray and could watch the extras oh wow where was it shot toronto no way oh sorry sorry no i i'm I, i'm no I'm way <laughs> uh impossible vancouver oh because this the location was riverview an abandoned mental hospital from 1913 to 2012, it was an operation, and they say it's haunted. Yeah. And they had some stories here and there, like, oh, they think it was haunted, and they think it was messed up, and they said it was such a creepy vibe filming at that location. It Look, it worked. I liked it. For that prison. Uh, and then there's also a creepy warden who had a really inappropriate haircut for being a warden. He had, like, his hair was shaved on the sides, like Skrillex. Yeah, you mean the character from There Will Be Blood? Yeah, he was... The poor imitation of that character? Look, sometimes as an actor, you just have to pick an inspiration point and really drive it home as hard as you can. And that guy picked Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood. And rip it off in every way possible, thinking, no one saw that movie. I thought he did it. I thought he did a great job. Welcome to my prison. Welcome, boy, to my prison. Everybody knows that while you're here... I'll be the one pulling the strings, but I can pull strings for you if you need them. Mason Danvers, we have a giant. And this giant will make milkshakes that you will drink. 
Have you ever seen someone eat an entire toilet? Maybe you've come to the right prison then. God, that guy, I mean, he's okay, but it was just a blatant ripoff. It doesn't matter if it was a blatant ripoff. I love There Will Be Blood, and I love that that guy was just doing a weird character. Well, it just made me want to see Daniel Day-Lewis in a WWE film. Yeah. They somehow swindle him and go, wait, what? He'd do it. No way. Yeah, he would. I know he's super picky, but one of these days, Daniel Day-Lewis is going to fuck, fuck up real bad. <laughs> and then suddenly we're going to get a ton of direct-to-DVD Daniel Day-Lewis When he's in Pixels 2 with Adam Sandler. Yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that. Oh, I wouldn't because I saw Pixels 1. That I, was one of the worst things ever. I heard it was atrocious. It's so bad. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Unlike Vendetta. Which, honestly, guys, the more, like... Normally, I think we rarely actually enjoy any of the movies we saw. That's true. Like, I'm trying to think, what, uh, what were some of the ones that we actually enjoyed? High Noon at Mega Mountain was a... Was, That's fun uh, yeah. because it's so terrible. Yeah, that was fun because it was so terrible. Wrong Side of Town. That was pretty cool. I like Wrong Side of Town. Yeah, that was when we knew, like, I think we knew that Batista was going to start doing some really cool stuff. Yeah, and Rob Van Dam was in it, too. So he had, oh, and then also Viscera was in it. So uh, we knew of two wrestlers being in it. Every time you see a a movie with wrestlers in it, and then there's a surprise wrestler, it's such a surprise. Yeah, it's even better, because you go, oh, look, they got one of their buddies hired on, too. I think that should be a contractual obligation, that anytime you see a movie with a wrestler in it, there always has to be a second wrestler who yeah, shows up like as Like an can. undercard wrestler to just get that spot. Yeah. I mean, there could have easily been, because there were so many thugs, that, you know, they're prisoners. Yeah. So, uh, th- there was one prisoner in this movie, one of the last guys amongst uh, the Big Show's gang, um, who wasn't very believable like he had long hair he was of a bigger build and he was also oh, the john charles stuff. meyer guy yeah yeah yeah. the yeah. guy longer hair i would have preferred our friend john charles meyer in that role because he would have done fucking great he would have been good you know who also would have been great luke harper yeah he would have been great yeah you hear that john charles meyer if you're listening <laughs> no. you or luke harper <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, uh, the- w- watching this i was i totally was like i could see a bray wyatt movie where it's just him running a prison as a creepy, like, guy. Well, speaking of running a prison, there was no rules in place for this prison at all. It seemed rather strange that they even had guys locked up because murder was abundant and it was fine. Yeah, also there's some stuff I noticed where, like, if a guard saw three prisoners beating up someone else... Those prisoners could just run away and they'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, opposed to like, by I know you, Anderson, Jones, and Bobs. You're done. <laughs> I, I'll see you guys in the hole. We're filming you. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. yeah. Guys got away. There was murder. Prisoners walked around that prison like it was nothing. Dean Kane had free reign of that entire prison. A lot of people ran into his cell to beat him up. Yeah. And it was awesome. There was so many fistfights in this movie. You can't bring that much logic to this movie because also you go, Jesus, Dean Cain's character that was a wonderful man who was a a husband and soon to be a father. His life went to utter shit and it's not going anywhere up. You want to talk about badass? When he first gets to the prison, Big Show comes up and starts eating his food in the cafeteria with his fucking hands. Like, he's eating the food out of Dean K's, like, tray. tray and he's t- and then he say like, well, like, I've got... T- he, uh, Dean Kane says to him, like, well, I killed your brother. And then Big Show's like, well, I got two for one because he killed the 
the pregnant wife. And I was right. like, ooh. And then Big Show gets up and leaves. Dean Cain then starts eating his meal again. Yeah, he goes back to eating it. That was weird. I thought it was badass, but it was also really weird. Like, they didn't really address how much Big Show was really finger-banging the hell out of his pudding. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the move of, like, you shove your tray in front of you, like, oh. Can't eat I'm this done. Now. Or if anything, he should have started eating while Big Show was still there and be like, mmm, mm. yum. I'm going to eat my vegetables. Uh, Steve, I, I, I know for a fact also that, uh, you know, they have these WWE films and there are always multiple wrestlers in uh, contention for these roles. So Big Show wasn't the first pick. Well, how can you get any bigger than the Big Show? You needed a big monster to have that imposing force playing. What's his character's name? It's a uh, Victor Abbott. Victor Abbott. The Going Victor against Mason Danvers. Whoa, jeez! Somebody call the name alert because you've got a lot of testosterone brimming at the edges of this sausage that's browning in the frying pan because it's it's a lot of masculinity. You're a terrible host at a restaurant. <laughs> Hey, so which one do you want some of our uh, nacho squirters? <laughs> uh, no, Steve, they, they did have bigger. What? Who's bigger than the big show? The Great Kali. What? Mighty is he, Ali Ababa. No, sorry, I watched Aladdin recently, too. <laughs> oh, I had a double feature. <laughs> so good. We should get. We should review that movie for this show. That movie's great. Man. It is so good. Oh, Great Kali, thank you so much for joining us. It's, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're here, too. I... In the movie. You were in the movie? I was supposed to be in the movie. I didn't have the movie before. You were supposed to be in the movie. I had an audition. Okay. I had to play playing in the longer line of Adam Blammer. Did you make callbacks? Of course I made a callback. Okay, all right. You made then I have the script. They go, little, 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 little bit of paper. Oh, so you were like, you were on a veil, like you were scheduled. I was on the veil. Okay. And it me and the big show. It was you and the big show. And also Finley. Fit Finley? That's right. Okay. It was the three of us. But I told them, I said, I've been in many movies before. I've been in Get Smart. Uh, Get Smart? With Leap Girl. Yeah. We are the very close. I've also been in the movie The Long and Yard. The Long Yard, yeah. The Long Yard. The Long Yard, yeah. The Long Yard. And who's in Adam that? Dandler. Uh, the Long Yard and the Dadam Dandler. Adam Dandler. Adam Dandler. I've been here for Been the Madison. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I know that I, Adam, you do. I, I know Adam Taylor's movies. I call you out. You I know Adam Taylor's movies. The Long Gadard. Yeah, Long Gadard. Long Gadard. The Long Gadard starring Adam Taylor. Defeat Mekayard. The what? Defeat Mekayard. Uh, these different what? Bill Goldberg. Okay, Bill. Bob Stapp. Bob Stapp. Queefy Rock. Queefy Rock. Don't go to the Kevin Nash. Many people. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds is great. The longer yard. Was Burt Reynolds the warden in the longest, the longer yard? No. Ah, it's the longest yard. My mistake. James Cromwell. James Cromwell is the warden. The warden, yeah. Oh, that's right. I've been in many motion pictures. I say, you give this word to me. No, no, no. Pit the pit Don't pit the pit When he talk, no one understand what he be. But I'm surprised, honestly, they should have just cast both of you as the brothers. I did that too. I said, you should cut me at the brother. You cut me at the Victor Abbott. Oh, okay. Me the big Victor Abbott. And I said, Mr. Abbott, I'm going to kill my wife. Oh, okay. And they take over and I kill. And uh, what happened? Why weren't you in the film? They said they couldn't understand me. They couldn't what? They couldn't understand me. 
they couldn't understand how you talk? They couldn't understand how I talk. They couldn't understand how you talk. I did that not true. That can be the case. And look at your, I had subtitles. Oh, you brought subtitles with you. I brought that but I don't okay. with me. I'm planning to be able to do today. All right. What would you like me to do today? What would you like me to say? I wrote it. Uh, I'm going to write this. <laughs> what would you like me to say? I'm going to write this. Oh. You understand what I did. I'm going to be a Hollywood more than Pixar. Yeah. So they no go with me. And they they put Fit Finley. They put Fit Finley in there. He's actually a producer. Oh, he's a producer? Oh. I feel I've missed it. I've been in many movies. I do be in Vendetta. You should have been in Vendetta. Great Carly Vendetta. Honestly, I can see it. I think it would be really interesting. Dean Kane. Dean Kane. TV Superman, right? I love Superman. 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 The Avengers are Lord and Clark. What? Avengers are Lord and Cock. What? Avengers are Lois and Cuck. The Avengers of Lois and Clark. Avengers of Lois and Cuck. Are you excited for uh, Batman vs. Superman? The Batman vs. Adam- Superman? <laughs> Batman vs. Superman? You didn't know? Oh, I did it to be Doomsday. For to be Doomsday? Oh, you didn't know? It's, uh, it's General Zod. Oh. Could I be like Luther? Uh, Lex Luthor's already uh, been cast. Yeah, I'd be like Luther. You be with the you be the Superman. I'll be Superman. You, you be, be the Superman. I'll be the Lex Luthor. Okay, I'm Superman. I'm going to kill you and your wife, Superman. <laughs> I'm going to kill you and your wife, Superman. I kill you. I'm here to protect these people and their world. No. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Very good. I did. I, I I felt really good about that. I really like I what died, we got going I on. I should too. go in and read. I died too. You you write the movie, yes? Yeah, I did write a movie. Scott Narver was in it, and I wrote a film. I don't know who that is. Oh, Scott Narver's the other. Oh, shit. You're sitting on him. Huh? <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Scott. Scott, wiggle out. <laughs> Scott, wiggle out. I'm Donnie. Um, you were in the movie? He was in the movie. Oh. I think he was almost in you. <laughs> did, could I be in the movie? Uh, we've already shot it. They Carly made me. Uh, it's Dave made a maze. Carly made a maze. I would watch the hell out of that. I'll make a maze. Okay, I make a maze. Oh, it's so, <laughs> it's so small. Can't do it. No, you can't. Your hands are too big. See? I made a maze. Oh, great, Carly. Thank you very much for joining us. And honestly, I love getting to hear these sort of behind-the-scenes snippets from, uh, from the Vendetta, uh, production. Vendetta 2. Oh, I'm there. I love the first Punjabi one. Punjabi prison. Oh, it's perfect. Punjabi prison match. That's right. I be Punjabi prison. Ben better too. Gekali Superman. I love it. I love it. Scott, I love these crossover ideas. Superman and Great Kali in a Punjabi prison. That's great. I write it. All right. Yeah, that he's still not happy somehow. Dean Cain's. Well, Dean Cain's character, he's never going to be happy. That guy's miserable. From the he looks so good, like Dean Cain's looking trim, fit, like and dashing. And then the bags under his eyes and the haircut, like everything about him, from when shit goes down, he looks terrible. He's, he's got supposed a nice, to look. Terrible, he's got a nice thousand yard stare. But God, it, thousand movie, yards, thousand yards. Yeah, I'll say a thousand. This movie's dark, man. This movie is really, really, really dark. Yeah, I had a blast. You had a blast, huh? I loved it. I loved getting to see, uh, I loved it. Like, fist fights. Like, honestly, like I said, 10-year-old me was loving it. It was brutal. It was like, it felt like a thriller in places. Sometimes it bordered on kind of a horror film. It was just really cool. 
So, okay, I know you like to pick out choice lines of dialogue. Was there anything that that sprung your mind as like a... What's the warden's like name? Favorite line? Ooh, okay, I'll find that out real quick. Uh, Warden Snyder. Warden Snyder! I'll be seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> well! <laughs> um, God, there was... Honestly, there wasn't a lot of choice lines of dialogue that really stuck with me. What was... Besides cocktails? <laughs> Big Show had a tattoo... WHMTF or something? Yeah, like, I, I thought it was like not safe for work or something like that. Um, so you didn't know what that tattoo meant at all? No. Okay, I didn't either. And I was, I was, I figured you did because you know weird shit like that. Like, oh, you well, mean, you're uh, in prison, man. When you get a tattoo that says that, it means you're real bad. Well, traditionally, you wouldn't want to get stars above your chest in case the uh, uh, Russian mafia didn't uh, appease you as such. But why? What's that mean? Uh, didn't you see Eastern Promises? Yeah, but I don't remember. You get stars above your chest, it means you're, like, uh, criminal royalty. Ooh, I almost had the whole tattoo here. Hold on. Uh, so they added other tattoos. They gave him a scorpion tattoo. On his neck. On his neck. Um, God, what else? He already had his other tattoos as is. But, God, Big Show in that movie, he is cracking necks like crazy. Oh, he does a double neck crack. He gets two guys in one, at one time. Uh, N-T... Oh, wait, here it is, here it is. N-T-G-F-W. F-T-W means fuck the world. Yeah, well, that, that's not what it is. What is it? N-T-G-F-W. Maybe the makeup artist got <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I'm just going to put this on here. I don't know. Listeners, if you happen to know what that means, uh, sorry about your time in prison, and uh, let us know. Tweet us at Curtain Jerks. So, yeah, he cracks necks. And he cracks necks in a way that's scary because it looks like if he just did it with that much more gusto, he'd kill people. Yeah. But, I mean, oh, like it, it, the actual stuntman? Yeah, like he would kill the actual stuntman because, I mean, he's so damn big. He, he stomps on that chair. What does Big Show do? He stomps on that chair in the warden's office, smashes that. He grabs the warden's head and pulls him across the desk. It would have been a great scene if he just smushed the warden's head and the guy's eyeballs popped out. Well, Big Show, matter-of-factly, in the um, in the behind-the-scenes stuff, he, because uh, the guy who's the warden's like, oh, you know, these these wrestlers can really act, you know? They're, it's all that shit. Um, and Big Show just said, yeah, uh, I'm going to grab your head, put your hand on my wrist so that way I don't pop your head off, and I got you. And it's a lot of uh, Big Show just scared everyone by being so impressive because they were doing all that boxing stuff, yeah. like he's doing boxing things, and they go... All right, well, this guy's not going to know how to do any of that. And they show up in the morning, and he's already there, and he's already boxing. And they're going, holy shit, he moves like a boxer. Yeah, he trained. Didn't he did all, he did all that stuff with Mayweather? Yeah, dude. That's a boxing match. <laughs> that, you guys, is a good program. So there's so much death. How, do we, how many bodies? How many bodies do you think? Uh, 36. Over 50. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. It was supposed to be 40-something, and they said it was. It, it went over 50. I dig it. Is that it? Well, would you want me to start jacking off? <laughs> I, I told you I thought it was cool. I want to see what else you like about this movie. What about, um... Okay. How do you explain Dean Kane's partner, the other cop, comes to the prison because they tell him, like, hey, we need you to identify the body. Cause they that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make... Like, one, I was just calling you to inform you that one of our prisoners, your friend, this person, Dean here's their Kane, name, Dean Kane, is dead. Is dead. 
Come identify the come body in the prison. Come identify the body. Wait, what? I thought at why the morgue. We... First of all, would you? Do you guys not recognize him every day when he was alive? He's a fucking prisoner. <laughs> yeah, and then um, they kill that dude. They kill the other cop, and it's no big deal. Like there's no there's no one to follow up with. The warden's like, yep, cool. That's done. Oh, yeah. They don't talk about it. They say they, they there's too much heat on Mason, but then they kill another cop who's actually out of jail at the prison. Yeah. it's it. I mean, there's there's stuff like that that happens in this movie, and it's, it's still a rad movie, but you go, well, how is that supposed to work? Don't think about that, Scott. What you're supposed to think about is when he pulls off those bearings, off those, uh, those metal sealers off a pipe, and he makes those sweet fucking spiked uh, brass knuckles that yeah. he beats the hell out of everybody with. And he... He holds on to them and clearly washes them off in between and then puts them back in his trunks. It is so cool. Like, he makes them early on in the movie, kills some people, and then brings them out at the end of the movie. Yeah, if you think William Regal brass knuckles were cool, these things are way cooler. Yeah, like, I haven't seen a guy with a cool weapon like that in a really long time. And he takes a pen, right? He takes the pen. And he makes a little shank with it. Yeah, and that shank, that guy, when he stabs that guy in the shower um, that no one is guarding... Um, bleeds like crazy. I'm surprised that guy got one by himself shower time. I wouldn't do that. Seems dangerous. <laughs> yeah, seems really dangerous. Hey, uh, can I shower by myself today? <laughs> All right, dead meat. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, there is so so much violence, and it's 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 breakneck speed. This thing. Um, but you know, Steve, you you mentioned this, and there are a lot of weapons in this movie. So, like you said, those those little uh, gauntlets. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's guns. There's the tiny big show gun. There's a shotgun at the end. There's guards have guns all over. And the then place. they also show some footage at the end of people making like shanks and stuff for prison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, showing you how to do it in case you get thrown into prison. Like there's the thing with the toothbrush, where you burn the uh, the bristles so that they sort of become like glue to hold the blade. Oh man. Well, there there's an armorer. That they had for the. Movie. This is like a gunsmith, like the person who controls all the weapons on the movie set. Yeah, he's a he's a specialist. He worked on the movie. We got him here today. Um, he's an armorer. His name's Jeremy Ironhide. So he's here today, and I thought it'd be great to talk to him about the movie and his experience with it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, hi. Uh, Look, that seat's reserved for the armorer of Vendetta, Jeremy Ironhide. So if uh, we could ask you to leave, please. I am Jerome Ironhide. Oh, Jerome? Oh, I'm sorry. You're the armorer of the movie? My friends can call me Jeremy. If you want to call me Jeremy, you can call me Jeremy. Oh, uh, would you like me to take that neckerchief for you? Nope, it's fine. You can take my cloak, however. (laughs) All right, um... Boy, uh, you you know you you're you are not the stereotype of what I picture an armorer to be. Look, weapons and guns and dangerous things are for any sort of production, and they're just a part of the theater. You just have to make sure they fit appropriately. You know what, Jerome? You're you're absolutely right, and that's your job to do that—to bring that realism, that grittiness to a prison movie like this. Um. What, what what was your one of your favorite things about working on this movie? The Big Show's tiny gun. <laughs> what do you mean? Why was that one of your favorite things? Rarely do I get to get to 
open the crate and get into my box of toys, as I like to call it. Uh-huh. And I hired a very talented doll maker to make me a very small gun. Wait a minute. You hired a doll maker? Yes. To make a very small gun for the big show at the beginning of the film. And then I hired the doll maker to make an even smaller pistol for the warden to use. And that pistol would eventually make its way into the big show's giant big hands. Yes, in the climax of the movie, he gets that pistol. Yes, the very small, tiny pistol. Wait, so you did... that? Those weren't even normal-sized guns. You took... You took the idea of a gun and made it smaller than that. It makes the big show seem even bigger. Yes, it does make him seem even bigger, but it makes the weapon seem even punier. They are, in fact, even smaller than the human eye can conceive. That's, I don't know why you chose to do that. I mean, I guess you're saying it makes him bigger, but it, I thought it looked silly. I mean, I... It did look a little bit silly. When I saw the final project at the screening, I was like, did I make it too small? But I was like, no, no, no. The big show's too big. What did the big show say about it? He was very happy about it. He was like, this gun is so darling. I'm going to put it on a necklace with a little bit of peppermint candy dental floss. I, you know what? I don't know the big show, but I'm gonna... He didn't say it, but I did put it on some peppermint candy dental floss when I gave it to him. Okay. Look, um... I'm sure the Big Show's a really intimidating guy when you meet him. Not if you're giving him gifts. You gave him gifts? Beware Jeremy's bearing gifts. Um, well, hold on. Is it Jeremy or Jerome? I don't know what the... Jerome is my name for business. Jeremy is for my friends. Okay, Jerome. Um, so... That seems insulting. <laughs> I thought we were friends. I don't know. What's my name? Your name is Scott Narver, and you're the host of the Curtain Tricks podcast. I think it's a wonderful production. I'm so glad that you're giving our little movie some time today. Uh, sorry, I, I really didn't know you're that well versed in our show. Yeah, uh, you have to understand your subjects. The Big Show is a wonderful wrestler. Big fan of wrestling. All right, Jerome. Um, look, uh, you just did it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jim. If you want it to be business, I can be all business. If you want it to be business, it's business from now on. Oh, let's do business then. Let's do that. Fine. Um, Two businessmen talking business. <laughs> okay. Um, the business of the movies, making movies. Yeah. Uh, so you, you worked in this movie. Did you work on any other WWE films? Yes. Which ones? The big ones. <laughs> do you want me to guess? Please. Is that what you would like? Um, okay. I was working Armory for Dead Man Down. Dead Man Down. Colin Farrell, Wade Barrett. I think you might remember it. Oh, I didn't. No, I'm sorry. I never saw it. Wade Barrett had a very small shotgun. Okay. Um. What about... Which is kind of my calling card. So, wait. Do you just specialize in tiny guns? Small weapons are my specialty. Now, I didn't see Leprechaun Origins yet. Did you work on that movie? There was a very large shotgun. I was sick that day. Someone was in my place. They had replaced me. <laughs> well, what were we going to give Hornswoggle as a weapon? I would have given Hornswoggle a very small shotgun. <laughs> but he's already so small. It would have had green felt on it, and it would have gone with his amazing leprechaun heritage. All right. Um, uh, how about, uh, did you work on, um, uh, do, oh, did you work on The Condemned? No, I did not. The, the Condemned 2? Yes, I did. Oh, you worked on The Condemned 2? I, I did a little bit of second unit on Condemned 2. Okay, so what guns What guns did you bring in the table for that one? I brought in a very small Sig Sauer. How about the 12 Rounds movies? Any of those? 
I worked on the most recent 12 rounds. With Dean Ambrose? Yes, with Dean Ambrose. Oh, man, what did you get? I did not fashion the gun that he's using throughout the film, but I did make sure that the SWAT team members had very small assault rifles. You know, I don't understand your artistic choices of just choosing little guns for everybody. There's an AR-15 AK-47 hybrid. What? What's that? the type of rifle they were using. I made sure that it was very small, typically reserved for urban pacification. All right. Well, you know, um, this feels kind of odd to say, but I, I think... It feels odd because you wanted to be all business. Well, and it's odd, too, because I was going to offer you some snacks in the guest breakfast lounge, and we went to Costco, so everything's in rather large portions. Oh, but it's like big bags with tiny pieces inside or just very big pieces? No, everything's just gigantic. I can't eat those. <laughs> That's what I was... Assuming, and that's why I thought this was awkward. I mean, you could put a giant mayonnaise in the freezer and freeze it, and I could chip away at it and make tiny little mayonnaise ice cubes and put little bows on them. No, we ordered pizzas and didn't have them cut them. Kirkland Signature? Mm Mm-hmm. I understand. Thank you for offering me, though. Uh, Thanks for stopping by, and uh, do you have any other WWE films that you're working on coming up? Well, we're working on Thumbelina. Uh Uh-huh. It's a very small action piece. It's going to have um, Haley in it. Haley? Uh, what's the, you know, the one with the hair coming out of the side of her head? Haley Joel Osment? No, the wrestler from NXT. Bailey? Oh, Bailey. Oh, my God. Don't tell production I called her Haley. Okay. It's terrible. We'll edit that part out. Don't. I'm a professional. <laughs> I need to stand by it that I don't know her name. Okay, so Bailey. So what will Bailey be doing in Thumbelina? She'll be fighting Tom Thumb. Oh, with what? Um, Her... Gun. You're an armorer. What yeah. kind of gun? I wanted to give her some sort of a sword gun, like from Final Fantasy. Okay. Yeah. Normal size? No, it's very small. All She's right. small. Has to be very small. Jerome, thanks for stopping by. Uh, just uh, shake your hand. Thank you for having me, Mr. Narver. Oh my god, your hands are so tiny. Oh. Well, my father was a doll maker, and he fashioned me these hands. Oh my god, that sounds like an incredible story, but we're out of time. I'm so sorry. It's all right. I'll tell you later tonight when you're asleep. What? Why did he Why did he leave on that? I don't know, and he kind of scurried away, very low to the ground. I, I don't like things that are low to the ground and fast. It's, it, it appeared as though his feet were also very tiny. Ugh. Jerome Ironhide. Well, can't wait to have him back. <laughs> Well, you might have to wait, buddy. Vendetta. All right, so I, I own this movie on Blu-ray. have the digital version. Not a lot of special features to it. Like I said, the, the haunted hospital and all that, and some stories about the big show. Big show had a lot of, uh, you know, trouble getting into the super dark role because, you know, you, you play a bad guy, but now he's a brutalizing murderer. Like the whole opening scene of him just beating the wife to death. He was fucking great. He did such a good job. He's pretty damn good. And they talk about, now, listeners, we haven't done many spoilers, but this is a spoiler for the end. So in case you're wanting to watch the movie, pause it here, go watch the movie, come back, rate and review on iTunes, listen to the rest of the episode. The end of the movie, they told a story about this in the, in the special features to Big Show's credit because they talked about making the character and doing all that. And I thought this was a really cool story to Big Show's credit. Um... The end of the movie, when Dean Cain and Big Show are finally facing off, they're fighting like crazy. They fight a lot in this movie. And Dean Cain's a tough son of a bitch to get thrown around by him like he does. Um, Dean Cain slices Big Show's throat. Uh, and originally it was supposed to be he slices his throat and then just like stabs him in the ear into the brain. And that's it. He's dead. Like got his got his vendetta engines. Um, but what happens is uh, Big Show said that's not enough. 
Like that's you're not really getting it then. So we need to do more. So the end sequence, if you remember, Steve, slices his throat. Big Show's on the ground holding his throat and has fear on his face. It's not just fear. It's like sadness. He looks like a wounded animal. It's great. Yeah, he's weak and there's nothing else he can do. He looks like he's crying too. And he's scared. Yeah, he's crying. He's scared. And that was his idea. That was what he thought to bring to the ending because he thought that helps give Dean Cain what he was looking for. And then Dean Cain shoots him in the face. Yeah, it's awesome. It was super sad and gross and weird and he blew his brains out. But for just a massive giant this whole time being heartless and doing everything that he wants. And at the end, having that vulnerability, that was cool. Yeah. I dug that a lot. That was a good capper to the whole movie. There's one scene earlier on where it's like the big show in the warden's office and it's just the two of them. Uh-huh. And like they're just saying lines that just feel really stilted. I'm like, oh man, I can't believe you're putting the big show through this. <laughs> like the other guy was really like acting and big show. I was like, it wasn't that he was struggling. It just looked difficult and he fucking sold it. He made it work. He was like. Yeah. I have presence, even if it, like, work the crowd, even if it's one person. And I feel like he totally, even for a weird scene, just two on, like, one-on-one, two people in a room, he fucking acted the hell out of it. And it was like, man, Big Show is fucking cool. Yeah, because he's such a physical guy, uses his body throughout the whole movie, speaks softly, and in that one scene, wasn't allowed to do that. So he is stifled in that. The other guy holds power over him, so he can't do it. But it, it works well. It's it's yes. one of the most, I think it's one of the more awkward scenes in the movie, but it's also fascinating because he does sort of tone it down in a way, and he still delivers, which is very cool. So this is a pretty cool movie. Listeners, of all the movies that we've watched, this is definitely a recommendation. If you it's, haven't seen Vendetta... It's worth checking out. I also liked it because I feel like it's the closest of the kind of movie that I could get a chance to work on. There was something about that. And also... They don't attach people's mouths to their butts, Steve. But honestly, I was thinking about it. Some of the most fun I'd ever had on a set was getting to be a prisoner for two weeks straight with a bunch of other actors dressed as prisoners. For what film? A Human Centipede 3. Yes, Steve is in the Human Centipede, new listeners. Uh, yeah, so I say check out Vendetta. What do you say, Steve? I say check out Vendetta. Oh, yeah, it's it's good. For their WWE films, they had four previews at the beginning of this movie. They're all the R-rated movies. And, you know, when they do R, they do it pretty darn well. Yeah. And they go all out. So Vendetta is a cool action flick. Big Show did a great job. Dean Kane was cool, too. Um, I dig it. I say check it out. Listeners, I don't think you'll be disappointed. If you have watched it or are going to watch it or watch it now... Let us know your thoughts on the movie. Tweet at us. Uh, Curtain Jerks on Twitter. Uh, you can Facebook us. You can email us. We have a P.O. Box now as well. Maybe there's some movie that I've never mentioned on the show that I don't have in my collection. Send it to us. Make Send sure nobody dies for real at the end. <laughs> Curtain Jerks at gmail.com. I will send you our P.O. Box uh, address to where you can send some gem that you want us to get jerked in the future. But go back in the archives. Check out our other Gets Jerked episodes. Uh, we've reviewed pay-per-views, movies with wrestlers in them, all kinds of stuff. And we will continue to do more in the future. We weren't able to do it for a while, but god damn am I happy we did it again. These are fun. Um, and uh, so, yeah, be sure to sign up for ProWrestlingLoot.com. Get your 10% off your crate. Use the code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S, and uh, save that 10%. Um, and then, yeah, Steve, anything else? Yeah, go see it. Yeah, go see it. Go to the theater. Go to the Have theater. them turn yeah. you away. And then go to iTunes. Uh, go, yeah, and then go or, to your local VHS renting facility. That's right. 
So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to be dated. (laughs) No way. No way. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if there is still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's the orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. No, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please, <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.